<laughs> oh my gosh, guys, why didn't you tell me what time it was? I wasn't paying any attention. Um, I was busy watching Friends. So, yes, I know. I've not seen Friends. I'm the only person in America who's not seen it. But I'm here now. I ran up here and I'm going to get this started. So, Dragon Man, awesome. How you doing? So, uh, today I was listening to a uh, Yell Flash video. And he had talked about the, uh, he was talking about the hot uh, therapist that was uh, on the stand. For Johnny Depp. And um, I want to go over that because I thought of something. And I want to discuss this. Now the video is a little bit long. Um, but it's good. If you haven't seen it, you need to see this. This is really good. Um, I'm already taking notes of what I want to talk about later on. Uh, so anyway... My th what got me was, I was like, so how do you use this? Like, if, if you're in that position, you're the attorneys, you're the team there. How do you turn this around? Um, I'm glad you're doing well, Dragon Man. Uh, hang on, let me write down. You know, I can't do two things at once. With clothes on. Uh... So, without further ado, let's go over here. I'm going to have... Ah! Where'd my share go? I closed the, the screen and everything went off. Alright, yellow flash. Alright, there we go. Alright, you guys see this? We're on the same page here. Awesome. And uh, yellow flash is awesome. Uh, go over to his place if you haven't already. You need to subscribe to him. Uh, and also, uh, you know, you need to subscribe here, too. But, uh, let's just go ahead. Whoa, quite a morning. I love it. He's showing. The JDA. Well, first of all, that's the therapist or the psychiatrist. I mean, <laughs> hello, I've got a problem with my brain. Can you fix it? <laughs> oh my gosh, right? Um, trial. I got anyway, I love that he's showing them. I did not see this coming. So the umbrella guy's stream. Team JD brought in a very well accomplished psychologist, and turns out she did some evaluation. Psychologist. As a psychiatrist. On AH. And it turns out uh, she has quite Quite the diagnosis, according to this expert witness. I did all this live today. The clip. It's about six minutes long. You're going to find out a lot about age from this. And then after that, I'm going to play you some testimony from a woman that was on the island that talks about how JD got pretty much a can thrown at his face, made his nose swell. Talked about oh yeah I forgot I'm not supposed to mention you know abused by AH it's great. so they don't say their names they'll say like AH or JD because uh, they're putting out um, I don't know what they're doing like cease and desist or something they're going after them legally I think I don't know why or they're coming after them um, I know like Amber Heard's team oh whoops not supposed to say her name uh, team. 
put out a uh, deal on um, that umbrella guy. Uh, so, um, uh, it, it like to try to dox him. Try to dox him. Well, that's what I couldn't think. God, man, it just went blank for a second. All right, sorry. Crazy. It's all these stories coming out, but turns out AH has borderline personality disorder. I uh, saw yes. Miss Hurd's evaluation supported two diagnoses borderline personality disorder and histrionic personality disorder. What is. Yep, that's what I've been saying. A diagnosis is a way. Okay, so what you just heard there, the guy with the, the southern accent, that's the umbrella guy down here. See his little uh, avatar? That umbrella guy, he's a, uh, a clinical therapist, I believe. Uh, so a clinical therapist, they have to have their masters in it. And it's, they're like a year or two, a year and a half, I think, maybe. I don't know. A year away from being a psychologist. But there's a lot of work, extra work you have to do. And the pay difference isn't all that great, uh, at least in Tennessee. Um, so anyway, this guy, so when he says yes, that's what I've been saying, he is qualified to say that. That we essentially, that psychologists, psychiatrists, anybody in the mental health field thinks about a disorder. It helps us to communicate a set of symptoms that a person is experiencing. And along with that set of symptoms, it, it tells other professionals a lot about how those symptoms might have developed, how that person might behave, perceive the world. Um, it also drives treatment. The real purpose is to determine what sort of in interventions will be most effective for the person. Um. Previously, you made reference to, uh, I think you called it the DSM-5. What's yes. that? So the DSM-5, that stands for the Diagnostic Statistical Manual, uh, version 5. And uh, the DSM is, uh, it's like the, the manual. To, for all diagnoses are in the DSM. So if you ever hear someone, if you're out in casual conversations, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, it's DSMs out of this, it'll say it. Um, now it changes over time. It's, I'm trying to think with the, um, uh, okay. Like in law, you have the, the model penal code and the model penal code will change over time. What it is, is it's basically, it's a set of, uh, theses that, um, uh, suggest how, uh, laws should be criminal laws, uh, should be, uh, looked at and evaluated and, uh, enacted by governing bodies. So the DSM is something like that, but I mean, it's not, I don't know. It, a, a psychologist might say different, but listen to her. I do know the DSM is, and this is a very important thing. That contains for diagnosis. every diagnosis we use in mental health. And uh, we, it's, it's the authoritative manual of mental diagnoses. Is uh, performing diagnoses something you typically do in your line of work? Yes. Okay. Um, so you referenced uh, two personality disorders. What's a personality disorder? To understand a personality disorder, I think it can be helpful first to kind of define personality. So personality, something we take for granted, but these are the traits, the characteristics, the way we think, we feel, and we act that make us who we are. And these traits are pretty stable over time and across situations. 
we might uh, you know, be sure to mind our P's and Q's when we're meeting somebody new, but overall, if somebody were to describe us or if we were to describe ourselves, we have a pretty good sense of who we are. Um, sometimes an easy way to think of it is imagining how you might describe a brother or sister or a child if you have children. Their personalities are pretty clear to you. A personality disorder is some sort of dysfunction in those enduring traits. So as opposed to other types of mental illness, um, when you think about something like depression, that's episodic, it comes and it goes, and when it's treated with medication, it can pretty much be completely mitigated or minimized in a person's life, and their personality is still there, separate from the depression. I just realized I had a hard time following this earlier. There are gonna be disturbances in several different areas that are visible in almost all different facets of their life. Is there a manner in which uh, personality disorders are commonly diagnosed? Yes, so they can be diagnosed in a treating environment. Uh, treating psychologist or a therapist or a psychiatrist simply does a diagnostic interview, which involves assessing multiple areas of a person's history back down through childhood. I'm going to stop you for a second. Yes. What's a treating environment? <laughs> Sometimes I'll slip into these words. I apologize. Slip so in treating environment In therapy. If somebody is going in for treatment, um, the, psycho the mental health provider will the ask them questions evaluation. to find out what sort of symptoms they've experienced and what sort of things have occurred in their life that might be consistent with these disorders or rule out these disorders, prove that there is no reason for these disorders to be considered. They might also pay attention to So you see to what she's doing right now. She's setting up for... information the client provides them. The most reliable way, however, to ever come about a diagnosis really is through a comprehensive psychological assessment. And I might use the words assessment. Well, I wish they just keep the camera on Amber Heard right there. They all mean the same thing. It's combining information from multiple different sources. Um, one main source is psychological testing. BPD can be bad. Bipolar disorder. measures. That means that they've been tested. They've been shown to be accurate for testing what you want to test and in the environment you're testing. So there are measures specific for court environments where someone might respond differently. You integrate that with the same interview I was telling you that people would do for therapy. We do that as well. And then in a courtroom setting, you're going to look at all the legal records, all of those documents, corroborating information to sort of check your hypotheses that may be developing and also check against the examinee statements to confirm whether you have enough evidence of a certain diagnosis. So what's a clinical interview? A clinical interview is a very comprehensive interview. It includes a person's entire life history, um, as well as very specifically looks at any symptoms they might have. This can start as far back as birth. You might find out if there were any issues with their delivery, um, any uh, genetic issues, any intellectual issues. How did they do, what was their home life like? How was discipline handled? What's their relationship with their primary caregivers? Were they right, raised by an aunt, an uncle? Their parents. How many There's a lot of details going into all this stuff. Things? How many times did they have to move? Where She's kind of presenting how, like, the, the whole career really of the uh, uh, psychologist here. About their childhood. How were they as a student? Did they need special services? Did they get in trouble at school? And you do this. You continue on high school. What were their hobbies? Did they play sports? How many friends did they have? Did they have any trouble keeping those friendships? And you get into adulthood. Did they go to college? Did they not go to college? How come? What sort of jobs have they held? How did those jobs go? How did they end? That's always an important question. What sort of romantic relationships have they been involved in? How do they identify sexually, culturally? Um, let's see, what else? What sort of symptoms have they experienced? Um, 
you go through the entire gamut of some of the main symptoms you might screen for depression, um, any disorganized thinking, that means thinking that isn't necessarily in touch with reality, and uh, any current distress they may be having, have, having today. How did you conclude that Ms. Heard suffers from the personality disorders that you identified? So uh, there was information that supported it from multiple sources. Um, I conducted testing, including um, one of the main tests. This is where I, I should just fast forward it to. I'm sorry. You know, I was listening to this. I was going through the drive-thru. There was evidence of those diagnoses. In but when we get to the end, was, all this will tie back together. Pretty big bombshell that just got dropped here. Now, of course, you know, the, a lot of people have been saying this. And it's, I mean, look at her visibly seething right here. She is not liking this. <laughs> this is funny too the whole of the internet currently googling hysteronic personality disorder let's take a look oh, at what that is yeah i'm glad he's doing this because i was gonna show well, you it looks like it's an association with a personality disorder characterized by a pattern of excessive attention-seeking behaviors usually beginning in early childhood including inappropriate seduction and an excessive desire of approval that's my little image i huh. found isn't that interesting? We also have rapidly changing emotions. Things relationships are closer than they are. Okay. Talks dramatically with strong opinions. Is easy. You heard any of the audio well. that she brought to court? Oh. All that. Now comes let's take out. a look at the other one and see what the big highlights are for that one. So borderline personality disorder is a mental health disorder that impacts the way you think and feel about others and yourselves, causing problems functioning in everyday life. Includes self-image issues, difficulty managing emotions and behavior, and a pattern of unstable relationships. All this is Amber Herb, right? Oh, hospitalization helps if symptoms are severe. Insecurity, impulsivity, impaired social relationships, feelings of worthlessness, emotional instability. This is uh, big stuff. And it's nice that we have someone up there that's very well, very well trained. Uh, she listed out all kinds of expertise. I don't know how they're going to move this down, but this is a big, big bombshell. Looking forward to hearing some more. I will put that in the next video. Next up is the description of a fight from the manager. Okay, we're going to need to watch that. So you get all this. So now we've got the, this whole borderline personality. we got this, um, what's the other one called? Excuse me here. Let's see here. What's this one? The um, histrionic person, histrionic's a word I have a hard time with. You know what? I should be writing these two down too, because we're gonna be addressing this. I got a feeling a, a lot. So Herd's got BPD. Thanks, uh, Dragon Man. And histrionic. Okay, PD. So um. So you heard it all right there. Oh, she's got this. She's got that. You know, bipolar disorder. I mean, um, borderline personality disorder. Uh, what does that mean, right? So uh, that's where Yellow Flash there was uh, reading about. Uh, um, hang on, I'm writing this down too. I can't keep my thoughts together anymore. I'm excited too. This is great. I got tonic water. God, I love tonic water. The quinine in it is just so great. I finally got to a Tylenol today.
because every muscle in my back hurts. And we're doing this, and this is exciting. And we uh, yell flash, man. He's a great dude. He's a great YouTuber. His the flashcast on Saturday night is it is as much fun, almost. It's almost as good as Friday Night Live is, almost. You know, but still. Uh, uh, <laughs> it'd be I I could help him make it better than Friday Night Live, but anyway. <laughs> Just give me 30 minutes on there. Uh, give me three minutes on need. Three minutes. So, um, the Amber Heard stuff, though. Uh, so, she's got all the, these problems, right? Borderline personality disorder. What did it say? It said needed, like, hospitalization in extreme cases. Uh, you know, you have all these issues, all these, like, very, very specific things wrong. Um, histrionic. Uh, I don't know if it had on there. They, it mentioned hospitalization. But here's the thing. So you're now... Um, yeah, okay. Dragon Man's awesome. Yes. Um, so you're now... You're, you're facing these things. And you're her, the defense team, right? Because remember, it's Johnny Depp that's suing. He's suing her for $50 million. He's saying she called the cops on him. She said... Uh, you know, she's got that... Uh, audio that said they're not gonna believe you you're a man they're, you're gonna believe me i'm a cute hollywood blonde bimbo you know you're a big vicious pirate of the caribbean and by the way that's what that movie needs to be referred to as pirate of the caribbean because nobody cares about the rest of those dumbasses out there in the sea um all we care about is jack sparrow so you got all this stuff going on and he's suing her now for 50 million dollars so how does the defense defend this, right? How's the defense after this? Like, oh man, this chick's crazy. I mean, she's certifiable. You're picking on a medical condition. Hollywood loves medical conditions. Will Smith went to rehab. Why did he go to rehab? He smacked a guy. Right? Why is he in rehab? Uh, <laughs> all these guys, they all have um, uh, uh, sex addiction. They need to go to rehab. Everybody's going to rehab for all this stuff. The whole industry. I mean, yeah. Am I going to make a, a point? Am I going to make a solid point of what a, a legal defense should be? No. I mean, you know, you don't know once you get to the courtroom. Uh, honestly... Uh, at the end of it, in the, the back of your mind, you got to realize that's going to be ultimately what the jury thinks. What's the jury going to think? So, you know, what do you do as a defense now? I'd say you're picking on somebody with a, a condition. He was married to her. He accepted her condition. Did he? I mean, they're going to say, how did you not know you're married to, to each other? Right? I mean, I'm sure there's probably testimony. I mean, everything I'm saying is going to be refuted. But that doesn't matter. You refute it all you want to. Johnny Depp wins. Her PR team comes in. From a public relations standpoint, how do you win from here on out? Because up till today, up until I, I heard that very video I just played for you, I thought, oh man, this is this kind of feels good. You start seeing people saying, you know, this is a a a pushback against Me Too. This is a, a return to normalcy. Uh, 
you know, men can be victims. Uh, the uh, therapist, the therapist psychologist, even says like 90% of men that are victims of domestic uh, violence do not call uh, or ask for help. That's stammering. 90%. Imagine if it were the other way around. Men don't do it because they know there's a stigma to it, and they're going to be blamed. They're going to, they're guilty before they ever have a chance. So, from a public relations point, this is another me too. I mean, it's just it's so ripe. It's sitting there. And in Yellow Flash, his his video there, the way he put that out, man, I was just I was listening to him. I was like. Wow. He may have uncovered something here that nobody else has thought about. Amber Heard positions herself as a victim. Not only the jury, if, if let's say Johnny Depp wins, okay? The jury's going to, they're going to say the jury uh, was uh, misogynistic and bigoted and all this stuff. It's uh, They're going to say, Virginia is a rural backwater uh, county. You know, they'll have like uh, video from Saltville, Virginia or something like that up there. And um, uh, they'll be like, oh, you know, it's so they're out of touch. They're, uh, uh, you know, they, they elected a Republican for governor and, <laughs> and then they'll turn on the last guy. The Democrats said the last guy they voted for for governor was a, a racist. I mean, look at these people. How, how can you take any of them serious? But then they're going to say, and then here came Johnny with all that money. He made $300 million on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. That was brought into court. He has all this money. He bought this whole huge legal team. He goes out and he gets this pretty little psychologist you know who they're gonna say he she probably had to think Johnny probably liked her, you know that's uh, it was a uh, uh, they'll accuse they'll make accusations saying that he slept with her and all this other stuff. You know how this is. Think about it. This is this happens all the time. It's sickening. It's sad. And I just it was listening to the flash. Something just triggered this thought to me, and I was like, oh my gosh. What happens if you're not prepared for the next step? And I think that's, that's, I don't know. Talk me out of it. Do I sound crazy? Does it sound unreasonable? It sounds like, uh, you know, that won't happen. I don't, I mean, right now, because in, in this world, I mean, gosh, man, anything's possible nowadays. It's not a good possible either. You know, it used to be, it's like, oh, this is the United States of America. Anybody can be president, right? That is until you, anybody becomes president and they decide because he's not on their team. That they ignore everything that's right and just and everything else. And they attack him, making up stuff. And try to... Uh, uh, mock you because you don't believe you, your guy doesn't have the morals the, that you espouse to have. 
You hit it right here, man. You hit it right here. All the people in Hollywood are weird. And you know what the sad part is? They all control the TV, the radio, the uh, movies, the print. I mean, they control everything. You think they're weird? What about the people in Silicon Valley? <laughs> right? I mean, you know, people are cheering over uh, uh, Elon Musk and, and Twitter, and you're just cheering over a thought, an idea. And you're like, oh, I've been, I've gone through so much. I deserve a win. Everybody deserves a win, right? That's not how your opponent thinks. That's like saying that the United States of America deserves to lose a war. Oh, wait, Afghanistan. Sorry. Yeah, they're weird, but they control it all. So, anyway, that's just what I was thinking. I was like, man, Johnny Depp, dude, I don't know if he's out of the, uh, you know, if you jump out of the frying pan, you jump into the fire. And they will victimize. Oh, yeah, we are moving to a tribal society. Yeah, that's happened. Um, uh, man, that happened a few years ago. Started, you can start seeing that. And it's... Um, it's such a mob rule mentality, too. Uh, I, I think that's... I don't know. It's just... It's weird. Um, it, we're so stuck on... If you don't think that the way that America political dynamics has gotten so confusingly weird... Look at, like, Ukraine and Russia. Th that thing. That We have nothing... Th we don't have a, a dog in that fight. But yet, you have to support Ukraine. You have to be against Russia. I mean, I haven't been sold on anything. The only reason why is we were told that we had to support Ukraine is because we have to support democracy. Yet Cuba is 90 miles off our coast. We're not doing anything to end the communist regime there. And then you find out that in Ukraine, they banned opposition parties. You come back to America, and uh, people are saying, um, when will the other party be labeled as terrorists? I mean, you can label them terrorists all you want to. Where are they going to accept that they are? It would be the question. And, of course, the, uh, one, the side that's saying that they should be called terrorists, they're just trying to motivate and fire up their people. Which is scary because their people are the ones that end up usually uh, doing uh, ma <laughs> mass casualty events. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so the uh, that trial is something else. Watch it today. Watch it live. Um, they did a cross with the, uh, let's see here, actually, uh, I saw another one here. Uh, let's, uh, that's later on. I was just seeing what else Yell Flash had in that, because I got through the Amber Heard part, I didn't go further. Um, there is another one. Okay, so this one came out later. Let's see what this says. Let me bring you back up here, and we're gonna do this one together because 
I saw this. This is interesting to me. I was kind of in and out. So, H is doing yeah, There's the best. afternoon. There's the hottie in the afternoon. She went to glasses. She's just teasing us now at this point. Try to discredit the psychologist that Team JD had yeah. evaluate and give the diagnosis that she did for AH. And this lawyer, who's very uncharismatic and Look at it here. it's all very, chicks. very aggressive and annoying, is trying her best, but she's ultimately failing. Now, there has been a really, really big development since my last video, and that's that the PTSD that Heard claims that she has, well, that's, that, that turns out to be a bit of an exaggeration. Listen to this. And there were also pretty significant indications that she was grossly exaggerating symptoms of PTSD yeah. when asked about them. How did you make that latter conclusion? So one of the strengths of this test, as I mentioned, the important thing about any test used when you're this doing is a an big evaluation one. in forensics is to make sure that the person is responding accurately. And this test does that by not just Johnny could probably suffer PTSD. I mean, heck, he even had a, a finger cut off. That draw out very detailed accounts of every single symptom of PTSD. And when you're really familiar with this disorder, which you need to be to administer this test, there are nuances in the way a person will describe their symptoms that have been shown repeatedly to indicate exaggeration or faking. There are also indications when somebody is clearly giving you a genuine response. What, if any, symptoms of PTSD did you observe in Ms. Hurd? So um, there are 20 kind of core symptoms that somebody might she said there's 20, manifest. With 20 PTSD. core symptoms. This is the... the... Um, Ms. Hurd initially said that she had, in the first question, you say, do you ever have this, before you get to the more nuanced follow-up questions. When I asked that first question on each item, she initially said, yes, I have that, to 19 of the 20 symptoms. That's not typical even of somebody with the most disabling form of PTSD. When oh, wow. we eventually sort of dialed it down, she had three remaining symptoms. And having symptoms of any disorder is common for all of us. Some of us struggle with sleep. Some of us yes. get anxious. Um, it could be several different disorders. It could just be that you have this struggle in your life. Y'all, I'm sitting here. You hear that? I'm playing with my uh, Fisher Space Pen, the U.S. Government Edition. This is the one that, like, uh, NASA and all them use, right? They didn't realize that I had done the little click. And I just looked down, and I have drawn all over my arm. I look like a, uh, <laughs> I, I might as well just draw a penis on my arm now and be like, oh man, you know, sometimes you wake up, you don't know what's drawn on you. But she had three specific symptoms that I scored as present. Um, off the top of my head, I might miss one, but one was sleep disturbance. So, um, she reported that she has frequent nightmares. Um, another one was yeah, that she too. said that she tends to have a startle response. So if she gets startled or surprised, um, she tends to stay in sort of a hyper startle mode for quite a while. And that's consistent with a couple of things. It can be consistent with PTSD if other criteria are met. It's also consistent with childhood complex trauma, which is something that can occur when your brain is forming. If you constantly feel unsafe, 
if your parents are abusive, there's so much um, stuff. Or if they're not present, if you're neglected, you can develop certain physiological responses that can stay for a long time in your life. So I, I noted that that was, seemed like a, a very genuine, accurate account where she stays in this state of kind of hyper arousal, has a hard time calming down if she gets surprised. You mentioned, um, you mentioned nightmares as well. Yes. Did she recount for you the nature of the nightmares? So they were vague. Uh, she indicated that uh, she has recurrent nightmares and that she feels as though she's being held down. Um, and there, there was some conflict in that account because even though... There's conflict in it. That's the key thing. So she's not even staying... It's fairly vague, but I still scored it as present. And in her initial treatment with Ms. Or with, I'm sorry, with Dr. Bonnie Jacobs, uh, which I believe started before she began dating Mr. Depp, she had indicated to Dr. Jacobs, according to Dr. Jacobs's notes, that she was having repetitive nightmares back then and that they were related to her childhood trauma. Okay, so right there, that is that's the exact point I wanted to make, is that that was before she was even dating Johnny Depp. So... He should have known. And I'm not saying that he should have. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that's the argument that will be presented. And Yellow Flash has nailed this, man. His two videos, these are the, the greatest videos we can be watching on this. And thank you, Yellow Flash, man. Have you ever uh, checked this out? Oh, actually, and he's making it off of Tug. That Umbrella guy is, I'm a huge fan, dude. Because the guy's from Tennessee. Like me. So, um... Anyway, yeah, so Amber knew beforehand. And remember, I'm not talking about this as a, as a just a legal thing, but I'm talking about this in the court of public opinion. And you know what? They're going to hire the people. They're going to hire the crisis actors to get out there and be out there screaming, saying, you know, no justice for Amber, no peace for Johnny, or something like that, right? That is the whole thing. You're going to be like, this is what... this is a, Think about how uh, these... Uh, feminazis are out there how they uh make these wild accusations about men and sexuality and everything else i mean it's like but first of all i just want to say like sex is not that hard okay i don't know why that's such a thing in our society where it's like it's hyper uh focused on it's just it's silly it's just like hey let's have a good time but anyway uh no it, they're gonna be out there doing this stuff I mean, right? Why wouldn't they be? And and I'm gonna say if if they don't do this, if the Hollywood people don't come in doing the PR machine, I'm gonna be surprised. I really am gonna be surprised. What and you know what? Now that I start thinking about it, the PR machines right here. I just realized all these chicks that are in here. Look at them. These are me too people. I just realized it because this chick has this like weird cat hat on. Rainbow Woman has a cat hat. Look, she's wearing a... She looks like a cheetah swallowed her right here. So it's like... Uh, oh, I thought that guy had a little dog on his lap for a second. So, yeah. They're already there. The, all these chicks are there. These are all Me Too people. These are the ones that are going to be out there. Facts don't matter. Always believe the woman. You know, whatever it is, you're going to see Hillary Clinton make a tweet before long about about this. Caught more, uh, more lies, it would, it would seem. 
So they're having some trouble with this one, and they're really trying to discredit her. They've been pulling up the clinician that Amber was seen before all of this happened, and that really doesn't work because if, at least according to that umbrella guy who is a clinical person, a clinical when person. someone comes to you and you see them for services, you're supposed to take them at their word and be on their side. Yeah. And that really doesn't help sway things. You need a third-party person to really do this kind of work, which is what she is. And it seems like, you know, I, I don't see how you discredit her. How does some lawyer discredit? Like, you should have heard her qualifications, but that's not going to stop them from trying to discredit her. And in a way, it is their job, but... um. Two personality disorders. The, the Daily Mail there, uh, a gross exaggerator, PDS, the actor split from Johnny Depp. Wow. So yeah, that's that's it, man. That is that's the big deal right there. Uh, that's the big armadillo. So what do you think? Am I right? I mean, could you could you see that? Can you see this public relations machine come out? The the Hollywood elitist people they're gonna start parading around. You already got the the ugly chicks in the uh, uh, peanut gallery there. They look like they're ready to start marching. And why do these ugly chicks that march all the time? How are they fat? Right? I mean, shouldn't they be like have lost some weight from all these marches? Or are they just marching on down to uh, uh, Arby's and getting <laughs> double roast beef and cheddar? You know, I mean, what's going on there? Um, Give me a date with one of those. Yeah, I, I, at first, uh, Dragon Man, I was really excited. I was like, uh, man, this is great. Like, look at this. It's all chicks. Like, how do you get into this thing? But then just then I started, I was focusing on them again because I was trying to count how many women are in there. There's no guys. And then I started thinking to myself, why are there all these women? And then I realized, I'm like, you idiot, you dummy. Look what side of the courtroom all those chicks are sitting on. And all got because that that big um, uh, balloon girl up there dressed in the rainbow stuff with the the weird hat on her head. Uh, I started thinking, that's like that girl's not there for Giant Depp. She's just not there for him. So yeah, that's um, it's weird. It's the whole thing's weird. Uh, I don't know. But now if you want to talk about just a trial, I think that uh, from a uh, trial standpoint, I think it's going great for Johnny. Uh, you got to put yourself not in how good the lawyers are. Or if, you, if you're watching, if you're paying attention, even listen to me talk about it, you have an interest and you are a one percenter. That's, that is all that, that cares about this. Um... You know, I mean, that's just the way it is. I hate to say it, but it's like uh, you talk to other people and they're like, yeah, what's Johnny Depp on, in trial for? What do you do now? I mean, I'm like, dude, no, you don't understand it. So when you sit there and you say, oh, man, like, hey, these lawyers are doing a great job. Johnny's going to get off. This whole thing's going to be great. But then you got to remember, what's the jury going to do? How's the jury taking this? Is the jury going to be serious? Um, you know, there was a big thing about outing uh, jurors. Like, Cal uh, Rittenhouse trials. The first time I really heard about that real bad. There was another case after that. I forget what it was. Um, 
there's another murder case, something. But anyway, I just thought, you know, we're seeing that type of behavior now. And somebody is standing outside. Someone's in that courthouse. They see these jurors. And they're taking their picture. They're taking pictures of the license plates out in the uh, parking lot. They're getting their buddy, the DMV, to look them up. And they're... um, uh, they're they're trying to dox these people to pressure them to go one way or the other. Now, I've not heard of anything or any shenanigans like that, but I think it's weird that nobody's brought that up because that was a very popular thing on several trials. Uh, was that this year? When was that? Rittenhouse was last year, wasn't it? God, man. My whole year has been... Uh... <sighs> I have spent this entire year in a medical facility. Wow. Wow. Anyway, um Yeah, that's it. That that's my theory. Yell flash did it good. Anybody have anything else you want to talk about? Let me know. Uh you know, uh, other than that, I don't know. I, I'm done. I'm done. I just wait to see what's going to happen next. What's the the next deal with that? I know that. Uh, of course, I, I guess I can't leave without talking a little bit about Elon Musk because the whole Twitter thing has lit everybody up. Um, I've been over there on fire. You, you need to follow my Twitter. Uh, I always put up stuff whenever we do a live thing and stuff. But um, man, I just. Every once in a while, I'll get on there. I just start lighting people up. And I do it with uh, veracity. Uh, over there, there's a, a guy I follow. He's a congressman. And the uh, he, he does his own Twitter. Like I, I know that for a fact. He does his own Twitter. And it's so funny to watch like people that just attack him. And I come through, and I'll do like 15 tweets. Like, I'll just go through like 15 comments against him. And just to be like berating them all and stuff. Uh, yeah, the caveat peritum at Twitter. Uh, that's my uh, deal. The number 21 is Rittenhouse. Thank you, Dragon Man. Thank you. Golly, yes. They do fuse together. Because right after Rittenhouse was the uh, uh, the Christmas parade. I can't remember. That. Uh, Waukesha? The, um, anyway, yeah, the guy who drove through the Christmas parade. And then after that, you had the kid who shot the, where, where was he? Was he in, um, it was Michigan, but it was, uh, gosh, the town, uh, there's a town in Mississippi, the same name. But anyway, yeah, the kid went to school with a gun that his parents bought him for Christmas, supposedly. I, I lost track of that, um. There was a missing girl uh, following pretty closely. Right at Jan- was, she was reported missing on Christmas Eve. What was... Um, gosh, I can't remember her name. I feel so bad about that right now. Golly, I really do. Oh, that's... Yeah, Dragon Man's got it right. This is my... I'm going to go back. 
Oh, it's a live chat, so it won't pull up. I wish it would. Uh, I go back into the... Uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and start here. I don't know what that means when I start on Streamlabs, but I start it. Uh, I would pin this. That would be my... That would be my comment for the night. After a while, they all fuse together. God, ain't that true? Ain't that true? Uh, anyway, um, yeah, all I know is Amber Heard's a mess. And, <laughs> you know, there's some guy out there. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, that's what I was saying about Elon Musk. So him and Twitter, well, because he and Amber Heard had a thing. It's like, how do those two meet up, you know? Like, I know, like, in Hollywood, the big thing is, is that, like, uh, famous people will have their agents try to be like, oh, hey, you know, could you get, like, Scarlett Johansson? Could you give me a date with her? Isn't that weird? That's just the weirdest thing. But uh, how does, like, the, a billion, does Elon Musk, does he have an agent? Does he have, like, a, an Ari Gold I never thought about that. Anyway, it's... Uh, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, him and Amber Heard had a thing. Johnny Depp talked about it. Um, yeah, he was... That was in the text messages. Well, I'll tell you what. Has, uh, has this trial changed the way you think about text messaging? I mean, I just, I don't have another way to communicate those, my problem. Because I'm, uh, I, I don't use email anymore. I'm just like, email is uh, weird. It's actually, I had, I had a, uh, a Yahoo account that got hacked. And they contacted me. Uh, said, hey, you know, you're part of this data leak and blah, blah, blah. And I forget what it was. But I was like, really? I was like, huh. So I've always thought about that. I was like, all my stuff's out there, you know, on something. I was like, so that means immediately, like, no matter whatever you do, they're going to deep fake your emails. You know that's eventually that's going to become the thing is, is oh, uh, a hacker got into blah, 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 into the expert's email account and found all this stuff, all this scandalous stuff, and they're going to have, like, you know, weird pictures and weird stuff you're said and everything else. It's just, it's all a matter of time. Um, but anyway, uh, no, I'm not saying for me, I'm saying like, that will be a scandal one day. You know, it's going to be somebody, I'm surprised they have, well, actually, you know what? Donald Trump doesn't use email and, uh, Bill Clinton, he was the first president to ever send an email and he sent one the entire time he was in the office. Just so he could say he sent an email. Uh, yeah, they don't, they don't do it. It's weird. Yeah, text messaging is such a, a better option. You can say less, but of course, in your text messages, they're um, they're kept forever by the phone company. So anyway, that's it, guys. That's all I got. It's uh, we're gonna leave a little bit early tonight. Usually, things last like an hour and a half. Uh, Dragon Man, thank you for coming by. Uh, any, let's see here. I'm trying to think if there's something. I'm just guys. I, that was it. I just I got so excited about Yellow Flash thing because Yellow Flash is just he's great. He's just he just puts on great content, 
and I love the way his voice sounds. I love the, the stuff he covers. Uh, he has it's like who he, he covers like comic books and, and movies and stuff. He has the same attitude about it like I would. It's that you know this isn't your obsession. Like like I love absolutely love Ethan Van Skyver, but he is so he is just so comic skate, so comic books. You know, he doesn't do a wide range of stuff. When he steps outside of that realm, he does, like, an individual video. They're fantastic. Uh, and that's what uh, Yellow Flashman, he's like clockwork. He's got three videos a day on uh, cultural stuff. It'll be, like, about movies. It'll be about comics or something. It's uh, And then now he's got these uh, great little snippets on the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp stuff. And, you know, that's my problem. Like, I watch it. I do the live stream on it. And I can't think of uh, where the uh, do something new on. Oh, have a good night. Yeah, thanks, Dragon Man. Appreciate it. Uh, you too, bud. You too. Uh, I'll take your comment off here. Whoops. Where'd it go? Uh, but, yeah, Yellow Flash is just great. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen to that Umbrella guy after... Uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp stuff's all worth it. Oh, I know. I'm not supposed to say their names, am I? Uh, because he's been doing all the, the content in his stuff. It's just been that case. And now I see why. Now I see why. It's very interesting. And it's, uh, I think the, the legal part of it's over. I think it's absolutely over. I think now you're going to be looking at damage control. You're going to be looking at public relations. You're going to be looking at the uh, elite, you know, the media movement, stuff like that happening. So, anyway, well, listen, guys, thanks for stopping by. Please hit that subscribe, hit that like, uh, come back, leave comments. I mean, you know, comment about weird names for cats. I don't care. Well, we can talk about anything on any of my stuff. And I, I always try to get back to, always try. Uh, oh, Sully, I didn't know you are still here. Good night, Sully. Um, I try to comment on everything. It just sometimes it takes me a while just because I'm slow. <laughs> well, I like to think about it. I like to think what I'm going to say. And there's one I've got to reply back to. And actually, it's uh, because of Sully, I may reply back to her and ask her if she wants to come on the show and uh, tell her story. It deals, uh, uh, Sully's listening. You'll remember it has to deal with a, uh, a case that we uh, had talked about. So, anyway, y'all, be good, be good to each other, uh, sleep tight, and uh, Godspeed, everybody. Have great dreams of beautiful people like yourself. <laughs>